You are listening to episode 24 of the Japan Games Cast. On this week's show, we discuss the PlayStation Showcase, the Switch OLED version appears in the wild, and Resident Evil gets a complete 25th anniversary box set. All this and more, coming up. Welcome back everyone to Japan Games Cast, the Japanese gaming news podcast recorded in Tokyo, Japan. I'm your host, Julian, aka Kanten Gamer, and joining me as always is my co-host, Ryan. Hey man, how you doing? I'm good as always. I'm, I'm a little extra pumped this week because uh, PlayStation Showcase was pretty, pretty good, I thought. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Um, uh, you know, everyone was saying because they skipped E3, you know, people were just wondering like, what, what, what are Sony doing? You know, what's going to be coming up soon? Um, and yeah, they just kind of out, out of nowhere just announced like, yeah, we're going to have a showcase in a couple of days. And that was on the, the 10th of September. So uh, yeah, that'll be our first story uh, coming up today. But first, before we get into that, man, I wanted to share something with you, which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, just a stupid little thing I saw on Twitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? So uh, a random Japanese user on Twitter uh, shared this image. And uh, basically what this is, is... It's the kind of the path tracker from Breath of the Wild, where like it traces your every step. And he's basically walked this route. So when you look on the map, it just spells out like Zelda no Denzetsu <laughs> in like massive wow. fucking letters. And it's, oh, man. Um, what a, an incredible use of uh, your free time there. That's so good, so good. Um, it's not complete yet, you know. You can see it's just uh, zero da no. So he's working on the densetsu now. So he's got yeah, just two more kanji to go. Um, but apparently, uh, well, actually, he started on the eighth, the eighth of August. So it's going a little while, little while um, so far, and it's taken twenty eight point five hours so far. Wow, I, I I wonder if he's like live streaming it as well. Oh yeah, he, he's just uh, tweeting his uh, progress. It looks like yeah. So like, uh, yeah, basically she says like footprint mode art, <laughs> like hashtag footprint mode art. That's <laughs> like, pretty funny. I guess that there are other people doing uh, artworks in there too. I guess uh, so. Yeah. Should we, <laughs> let, let's just check out the uh, the hashtag. Yeah. Uh, actually, it only seems to be him. Oh no, he's making progress. Oh, this is Den. So he's coming on with the next yeah, country yeah. now. This is, uh, this is from a few days ago, the 10th. Um, oh, nice. So yeah, I'm kind of, I'll, I'll be keeping up to speed with this uh this guy and see what see how long it takes him in total i reckon like if that took him 28 hours probably like 40 hours total to finish up those last two kanji i i think at some point it like stops tracking you i i'm not sure how many hours but maybe it's like 100 hours that it starts to true yeah yeah it does but i think uh uh, well he's only on 28 or 30 probably by now so you should should be have more than enough time i think <laughs> yeah 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 i think it'd be good though but um yeah that was just a stupid little story i wanted to share with you so um yeah let's just jump straight into the juicy stuff for this week uh so obviously we had the uh the playstation showcase uh, i believe it's called uh for september 2021 uh did you watch the whole show ryan or did you catch some trailers uh i kind of skipped through and just like watched the ones that i was interested in Mm, uh, so yeah, I didn't same. see all of them, <laughs> yeah. but I definitely saw uh, Gran Turismo. Uh, oh, yeah. So that's like that's what I'm really looking forward to. Uh, oh, interesting. How about, yeah. How about you? Um, it's hard to say. Like, there's a couple of good games. I mean, I thought Spider-Man Two looked awesome, um, and we'll, we'll check out the trailer again in a minute. Um, but that was probably my favorite, one of my favorite PS4 games, which I recently played the the remastered edition. 
Uh, it was actually the mm. first game I played on PS5 when I got it because I bought Miles Morales, but I thought, well, I should probably play the first one first, right? And, it, and Miles Morales came with a download code for the remaster of the first one. So <laughs> play that first. Um, and actually just a couple of days ago, I started uh, Miles Morales uh, finally after seeing the trailer for number two. That kind of got me pumped up for a bit of Spider-Man. So uh, yeah, that looked good. Um, I just... Everything looked good, to be honest. All the games. I wouldn't say they're all my cup of tea, um, but I think they just really brought brought some like A A grade material. So um Yeah, yeah for, just like high quality games, right? Absolutely, um, yeah. So I thought first off maybe we could start with uh, this game which has been teased and shown off a couple of times, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Um because of all the games that we've got, um not all of them are necessarily Japanese, um, but uh, they're all published by Sony, uh, mostly, I think. <laughs> uh, this this one is, isn't, but it's obviously set in Tokyo, so let's uh, let's check it out. So the good thing about this trailer is, like, we finally get a bit more of an idea of what the game is actually about. It really looks like Tokyo. Yeah, it's like really really spot on, isn't it? I think. But first off, we saw these kind of like like Slender Man kind of ghost people in the suits, and we saw the guy with like the Oni like demons mask. Um, but in this trailer, we see the protagonist for the first time. So we don't know his name yet, but he's got this weird, like, kind of black void on his face, and we see some gameplay now. So the gameplay kind of reminds me a bit of like uh, Elder Scrolls, you know, like first person, but it's like oh, yeah. hand combat. So yeah, it does look a bit janky though, <laughs> like like a mountain blade or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. This looks crazy. Some like uh, first person like magical powers. Yeah, um, I saw like some uh... like faceless men in suits, kind of like a slender man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh wow. But yeah, I don't. I guess this might be just be like your typical like isekai kind of a um, bit like persona kind of style, you know. So we sit in Tokyo. But there's this like parallel universe with these monsters coming out and stuff. So there, there's a really popular drama, like a TV drama, um, Alice in Borderland. Oh yeah, uh, I was, was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah, it's like also in Shibuya, and like they're like in this weird alternate reality. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't seen it all, but I, it's probably less magical than you know. Like, yeah, it's a it bit gets, more like. I mean, the the concept is very ridiculous, but like inside the game, it's all very like realistic. I'd say the rules of like physics and stuff. It's just kind of like a parallel universe, but everything's the same kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that looks really cool actually. Uh, yeah, that, that looked better than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty cool, right? Um, and uh, this this is not a Japanese game, but I thought this looked quite interesting. Um, this is actually made by a Korean developer. Uh, this is uh, Project Eve. So this has got some heavy, heavy like Bayonetta vibes, um, and also uh, looks a bit like what's the name? Two B from Near uh, Automata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it it's kind of a mix of both. It's kind of that uh, Platinum Games, yeah, uh, yeah, type of thing. Although it's not Platinum Games, right? No. So it's made up with this company, Shift Up, uh, who apparently are like a mobile developer originally. Uh, they released their first game in 2016, I want to say. Um, and apparently this game was shown off a couple of years ago, but this isn't. It, but no one knew it was coming to PS5. So, uh, but yeah, it just looks fucking crazy. I mean, I, I don't say her like sprayed on pants are necessary. They're a little too uh, 
little too reflective, but <laughs> but in general, like yeah, the graphics look crazy. It's yeah, this looks very bayonetta with like the gods and stuff and like the kind of like weird demons. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm getting some uh, near automata vibes from this. Yeah, right. And this and this kind of like uh, apocalyptic world looks a bit like near. So it's a kind of a cool m mashup of the two. Yeah, wow, this is really cool. I think this might have been one of them that I I skipped when I was watching, but actually, this is a uh, this is sweet. Mm, yeah, actually, I did the same. You know, I I watched it the day after because annoyingly in Japan it was like five a.m. in the morning when um when the show was live. So you know, I, I watched it in the morning the day after, but it was like forty minutes long. So like, I just kind of like skimmed through to like I did. I checked every single game, but like any ones I thought that didn't look that great, I just kind of went past. Or ones I was expecting to see, I kind of just watched and saw you know what I thought. But when I saw this one, I think I just stopped at the wrong frame. It just looked like some like crap like anime like. I don't know, some shit game. I just I was like, oh, whatever. <laughs> but then I just saw the trailer afterwards, like separately, and actually it looks pretty badass. So, um. Yeah, yeah, it does. And this, it's got this kind of like sword hack and slash uh, combat with like jumping and platforming. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks really fun. Yeah, I think um, it looks, looks pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's uh, Project Eve. Uh, the next one's pretty short. This is uh, a teaser trailer for Wolverine, which is um, completely unexpected. It seems like it took everybody by surprise. Um, after, uh, so it's another Insomniac game, and as we all know, Insomniac did an incredible job uh, with Spider-Man um, and Miles Morales, and uh, they just recently released um, Ratchet & Clank Rift Apart. So that studio has been busy. Um, you know, they've released, Miles Morales came out last November, Rift Apart came out this July, and uh, and then they're also developing this. Apparently, this seems like early stages, but that was it. That that's the teaser. Just the blades come out, boom. <laughs> oh wow. Um, but, yeah. So so no gameplay yet, right? No, no. That's so, just a, just a teaser. Um, but what they did show gameplay of uh, quite a lot of gameplay um, was Spider-Man Two. So everyone was like super surprised that Insomniac, having just released two games in the previous year, they're now working on two more games. And this and Spider-Man 2 looks surprisingly finished. Um, it's not going to come out for a little while, but it, it looks good. It looks really good. Um, so we'll just watch the... Uh, this is the, the short version of the trailer here. I think there's another extended version as well. Wow, I see some some reflections going on in the, in the water there. Yeah, some premium ray tracing. Um, yeah, actually, um, Miles Morales, when it came out, uh, it had uh, two like graphics modes. It had like fidelity mode, which ran at like 30 FPS, 4K, and it had ray tracing. And then like performance mode, which was uh, 60 FPS, no ray tracing, and like a, a dynamic resolution. But they actually released another update for it, which is like performance RT mode. So it, it's 60 FPS, but it also has like a slightly lower res slower resolution uh, ray trace reflections. And that's what I've been playing on this week. And it just looks so good, man. Um, yeah, just I'm um, so so pumped for this. But th this will be made specifically for PS5, so um, this is going to be this is going to be impressive when it comes out. Yeah, and oh, I saw Venom there as well. That's so it. I yeah, know, yeah. I know the fans uh, <laughs> love to see Venom. Yeah, so. Venom is a big hit. But yeah, Ooh, it's yeah, 2023, so a little while off yet, but. Yeah, got a got a bit of a wait, but that that looks great, and uh, not too long of a wait, you know. So, yeah, not not, well, not well, too bad. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's not like Christmas of 2023, because that might be a long wait. 
but uh yeah i think it's like a like a summer game i think those like uh those uh superhero games always do good as like 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 they do with the movies right being like a summer blockbuster so i think having like a big summer game with a superhero can be quite uh quite effective um so yeah next up we'll keep keep it rolling here um we've got god of war uh, ragnarok which uh I'm really excited for this. I think this was actually my favorite PS4 game. Again, it's yeah, one I played since uh, well, I played last year. This year, sorry, I've been playing it. Uh, was it like April? Yeah. Did, have you played most of the uh, God of War games? Uh, actually, no. This is the first one I've played properly. Um, oh, okay. I, I, well. I played them like bits and pieces here and there. Um, but when they were like in the height of their popularity with the, the first, like you know, one, two, and three. I didn't have a PlayStation. I was playing Nintendo, so I just never got around to it. But this game was awesome. The first one, at least. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Uh, like, like with the new tools, like, there's just so much detail in these environments, you know? Mm. Like, everything, like, just has these nice textures and, like, little, little geometry bits and stuff, you know? Uh... It's just like we're crossing over where video games are like starting to look closer to animated films now. Yeah, that's it. I think the the biggest thing is um, it's the detail in the scene because like the characters have always looked good for a long time, right? And they keep getting better. But I think with the more powerful hardware, they could just put more stuff into a scene, and I think that just makes it feel more realistic. Because you know, when you get like some of the older games. So think of like a PS2 game. And the level is just like the floor and the walls, and like that's it, right? It's just like <laughs> yeah. doesn't, it doesn't feel like you're like, like it's not like a living scene. But here, just like every little part of the screen you look at, there's some detail, and just looks incredible. And then like the lighting is way more coherent now. Yeah, um, true. Because they're like more carefully calculated, mm. you know. Uh, so, yeah, this looks good. I, uh, I haven't played the other God of War games, so I <laughs> I don't really know much about him. But, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, it's just, it's just ultra-violent, just like badassery. But they, they, it's good, yeah. I mean, the, the, uh, God of War, like, 4, I guess it is, um, was was really cool. And uh, so I just faded out before the title reveal there, but it's actually, it is called God of War Ragnarok, which when they announced it last year, uh, it was just call like God of War like they showed the title and everyone obviously knew it was a sequel to God of War from um, a couple of years mm -hmm. ago and everyone knew that it would be called Ragnarok because in the game they talk about Ragnarok which is like um, like the Norse version of like the apocalypse basically um, oh okay so, so this is like a, this is like a Norse Norse tale then yeah yeah so it's set in like uh, you know yeah. some nondescript like northern European kind of settings it's a lot icy and mountains and um, you know the the main gods like Odin, Thor, um, Tyr, like all, all the um, like the ice giants and stuff. So it's all pulled directly from Norse mythology. Um, but apparently, this is going to be just there's just going to be two in this series. So this this game will happen, and then um, I've heard a rumor that it, it might even go to Egypt after that. So um, oh that, wow, that would be super badass because I think the, the gods of Egypt might be in all of mythology might be some of my favorites. So I'd love to see the, the God of War take on uh, some of those gods. That'd be, that'd be pretty badass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's really cool. <laughs> all right. So uh, this, this next one, uh, Tales of Arise, right? That's what we got uh, coming up. Yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, this one's already out, right? Yeah. It came uh, out um, last week, right? We talked about it last week, but this is actually a new trailer. 
Um, so I thought it was worth looking at. Um, but yeah, apparently it's had some pretty good reception, right? Yeah, I've been looking up this one because uh, it came out on PC, and I, you know, there's not a lot of JRPGs um, on PC. Right, right. Um, and uh, like a lot of people are saying, it's just exactly what they what they wanted from like an action RPG. Oh, like nice. it's got a got a gripping tail and uh, like fun gameplay and like interesting world and characters. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it looks nice. Uh, so I've been like uh, I've been thinking of picking this one up, but I uh, have, haven't made up my mind yet. Uh, yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I think I mentioned this last week, but like, one of my like my top games of all time was a uh, Tales of Symphonia. On the GameCube, um, and I mean, this oh, looks. Yeah. This has come a long way since then. Um, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's quite a long series. Like, there's a lot of games in it, mm. um, and the stories aren't connected, right? I don't um, believe so. No. Yeah, so uh, I haven't played the other Tales games, so uh, this would be my first one. Mm. And uh, but yeah, it looks like a really great place to start. All right, and the uh, the last one we're going to talk about today is uh, Gran Turismo 7, which is the game I'm looking forward to the most, actually. Oh, really? That uh, kind of surprises me. <laughs> Are you big into yeah. driving games? Uh, not as much anymore, but uh, when I was a kid, I had all the original Gran Turismos. Like, mm. I had one... I started on the first one with just Gran Turismo, and I played up until uh, 4. Oh, okay. So, yeah, like, yeah. yeah, so 1 through 4... Um, like people kind of consider those to be like the classic ones mm -hmm. uh, and I just loved them as a kid like I, I would you know tune the cars and uh, race them and I was like really into the whole like having a racing career where you like buy the vehicles you know mm -hmm. you can like get them used and like change out parts and stuff yeah, yeah. so uh, so I thought that was really cool um, and this looks like it's taking some inspiration from those older tires older titles oh yeah um, in what way do you mean like a, I think they show it here coming up but there's like a menu that looks kind of like the old style menus where you can quickly like jump in and out of mm. like different stores and locations oh okay um because I think they kind of moved away from that old style of having like it's sort of like a map a map style menu where there's like a used car shop and like a license center Ah, uh, yeah, and, yeah, and, I remember. You yeah, know, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, so they, they used to have this kind of, like, map view where, mm -hmm. you know, you controlled your career. Oh, yeah, here it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I didn't actually... I, I actually skipped past this trailer. Um, oh, I, yeah. just, I just thought, oh, it's just cars. It's just Grand <laughs> so just like <laughs> But, yeah, like, the, the thing that's cool is, like, there's some hyper-realistic, like, visuals going on here. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, some of these photo photos, like... I just can't tell they're a game anymore, you know, it just, like, yeah. in the photo mode, it looks so realistic. I mean, the, um, the, one of the coolest, I mean, it's not really a deal breaker, but the coolest feature to me at the moment, graphically, is the ray tracing on the cars. Because if you saw, like, um, I mean, like, Gran Turismo 6 or Forza as well, um, 5 or 6 or whatever, whatever number that's on, and it, I mean, they already look incredible, right? Um, but I'd say, like, the only thing missing from the scene is, like, the reflection of the car. You know, if you're racing past another car, you can see the reflection of the other car on your car, and that kind of, and like in the window, like this kind of scene here, when you're in the cockpit or you know in the driver's seat, you can actually see like the realistic reflections in the window and stuff. It like sells it, and um, the this tracks, so you know, like Gran Turismo always brings back like a lot of the same tracks every time. 
Mm. Uh, so you like get to know these tracks, and like each time, you know they get it, they get a big upgrade. Yeah, so it's really yeah. cool seeing like they have a Tokyo circuit. Mm. It's really cool to see like each time it's just like getting more and more uh, uh, detailed, and uh, just looks more fun to play. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, that kind of wraps it up. There were some other smaller games in the showcase, but uh, we don't want to spend the whole show just talking about that. So uh, anyone listening and anyone that cares, I'm sure you've already seen all the games anyway, but those were our thoughts and some of our impressions. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the next story here. This is actually the first hands-on that at least I've seen of the new Nintendo Switch OLED model. So this comes to us from uh, 4gamer.net. Um, I believe it's one of their writers that wrote this article. Um it goes through a lot of the, the basic details, as you would expect. Um, but he did get some hands-on time with it. A lot of it just sounds exactly as I was expecting. Uh, <laughs> you know, um, we'll just go over the details there in a second. But um, he just goes over a very brief explanation of what it is. We already know it's just, you know, similar version of the regular Switch. You know, it's dockable. You can disconnect the uh, Joy-Cons. All the, all the same functionality. Um but obviously where it changes is the OLED screen on the front here. Um, there are a couple of uh, dimension changes. So um, he says it's, it's three millimeters longer. Um, and the in total with the Joy-Cons attached, it weighs 22 more grams. Um, and he, he equates that to, um, that's the weight of uh, 22 one yen coins or three 500 yen coins. <laughs> if, if you know what those, oh, yeah. if you know what those weigh like individually. Uh, but 22 so grams is not a lot, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, that is, you know, when you think of the Switch and, you know, it's supposed to be a really lightweight thing, mm-hmm. you know, that those uh, three extra coins worth of weight, you know, that might be a little bit more significant when you think like you're putting it in your bag. Um, mm. But they, they do have like the Switch Lite already. Mm. So I feel like if you're really into portability, you'll probably go for the Switch Lite. Yeah, I think if you're just carrying it in a bag, I think you wouldn't tell. I think it would be impossible to tell that difference. But in the hand, again, I don't think you would mm. actually. I don't think you'd actually be able to perceive the difference. But just from like kind of the physics element, right? It's just you have so much power in your hands, and if it's a little bit, uh, I don't know, what's like ten percent, five percent heavier then you can probably hold it for 5% less time, if you know what I mean. <laughs> there must be some yeah. kind of trade-off like with the stamina. But I think overall, like most people already think the Switch is pretty light anyway. Um, the Switch yeah, light, for- obviously, is easier to hold. But <laughs> I mean, for me, the weight never was an issue. It was more like I always felt the Switch is kind of bulky and just like awkwardly mm. sized. Um, I think the Switch light is, is a little nicer. But um, then again, you know, that dockability and then having uh having the nicer screen you know make it make it a lot better choice yeah i think so i mean yeah obviously like i really want to buy one of these but i'm not going to i'm just gonna wait i don't need it <laughs> i don't play in handheld enough and when i do i've got the switch light um but yeah that that's how yeah. i'm feeling too um i really like the way it looks i love the larger screen um the the white color is just so nice as well i feel like it really suits the switch yeah, the color's really nice. I wish they released that first, to be honest. <laughs> it's really nice. Yeah. It looks yeah, really- like like right from the beginning, if they had like a white and a black model, you know, that would have been nice. But yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's good we got it now. So Yeah, so I uh, got some more pictures here. Again, it's just kind of going through details. Um, this is a little size comparison. Um, he says that the, they weren't allowed to have an original switch there at the time for like in a physical comparison. Um, but these are just images, you know, size, you know, uh, 
by similar size. So you can see where the real change, obviously, he mentioned the unit is three millimeters wider, which again is not a lot, but like you said, it's kind of bulky. And I think we talked about this before, like when you're sitting on the train, right? Your hands are kind of wide when you're holding it. So you feel like you're kind of, the back of your hand is maybe <laughs> encroaching on the next person's kind of personal space. Yeah, like I actually never play my Switch on the train because I just feel like uh, <laughs> it's like just too much in other people's like space. Yeah, but, uh, but now I, you'll I mean, be like 1.5 millimeters in each direction. <laughs> yeah, but I think this is kind of like a Japan specific problem, you know, where it's mm. like super crowded. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like if I want to play the Switch on the train, I try to get one of those like areas where you can stand and like lean against uh, the the door, you know? True, true. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of my strategy. If I'm going to bring the Switch, I just plan to like stand there and like lean, you know, so I, I don't have to like uh, get my arms in other people's space. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So did they uh, give us any other... Uh, Juicy hands-on details. Uh, yes, yeah, so, I mean the the obvious thing um, and the main reason to buy this unit is this the new screen, right? Um, so in, in this section, he basically just says that like uh, from the moment he sat down and like turned it on and you know began his like play experience, uh, the menu he just said like it looked incredible. Like he says um, here, like the, the 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 blacks, like how deep the blacks were in the menu, like the text, and just any any part of the screen that was black. Obviously, um, for anyone that doesn't know, uh, OLED uh, panels, uh, every individual pixel can be turned off to zero, basically. So blacks can be like super, super accurate. And that especially helps with things like text. So like, you know, if a text is like two pixels wide, then just those two pixels will turn off. So like text will look super crisp and any dark areas in scenes um, and also bright areas. So, you know, like if you're looking at, uh, I don't know, uh, so say you're playing a level of a game, but like in the, you're in like a room, but there's a really bright window, you know, the, in the corner of the room might be like pitch black or like under a desk or something. So those pixels can go like super black and then the window where all the lights coming in, that can go really bright. So it gives you a lot of dynamic range and really makes, you know, the depth of the image look a lot more realistic. Um, I'm sure anyone that's got like a HDR TV will, will know what I'm talking about. Or even there's a lot of phones that already have OLED screens. Um, so that was one of the, my only real criticism with the screen on the original Switch is like, I thought the colors were good, but they look a bit flat. Um, mm. Especially when I look compared to something like my uh, my phone screen, right? Um, so yeah, basically he just goes on here, goes on to say here that he played uh, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart 8 and um, Animal Crossing and, you know, various details of all of them. But in summary, he just says like, they all just look ridiculously good. Uh, Mario Kart 8 especially because the, the kind of the, the variation of the levels, you know, um, something like a rainbow road here where it's like black, you know, in space and then the, the colorful road. He just said it felt like the road was like kind of flying out of the screen at him, um, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so that's this is the, obviously the main upgrade. And then things like the um, the kickstand, the new kickstand, which, which now kind of um, extends across the entirety of the back of the unit. So it's super stable, he says. Uh, and there are three positions which is also good because on the original one there was just like one position basically right yeah. um, which was kind of like this one it's, on the left it's really unbelievable that they even released the original kickstand on the switch because <laughs> it's it's like completely garbage i mean i, I couldn't even use it like it's probably, it not even once <laughs> like, it's it's really shockingly, bad, yeah. shockingly bad 
when the original Switch came out, I was actually working in like an electronics design company. And like mm. me and a couple of the guys bought them on launch day and, you know, we were playing them at lunch and because that's kind of the kind of work we did was like designing products. So we were just sitting there like, how the fuck did this pass? Like first, like draft of anything like <laughs> yeah because yeah. we like yeah. what we do like, generally like we were working on projects like every monday morning we'd have like a big meeting and it'd be like all right everyone what, what have you been working on this week and you know i'd sit down with a lot of my 3d printed models and stuff and be like oh yeah okay i've come up with this but like i think this is a bit flimsy or maybe this isn't very sexy and you know like and we'd all just like hash out some details and so i don't know how like this got through at nintendo and everyone was like yeah that's acceptable that's fine yeah, I mean, I think they were rushing. <laughs> they were like rushing it out the door because the mm. Wii U was like flopping pretty bad. I think, so I, think I think so, yeah. I think like as soon as they had the, what do you say, makeable? You know, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, usable draft, they just like put it into production. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't uh So I feel like this OLED model is like what the Switch should have been uh, like four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah. i mean uh, even oled screens have been on phones for like six or seven years now so it's not like new but it's just classic nintendo they always just wait you know like half a decade um, they wait for the tech to get super cheap because they never like to sell consoles at a very high price right i mean the mm-hmm. switch is probably the one of their most expensive consoles to date um but you know it's quite a unique uh proposal where it's like a full console packed into a portable a device and you know having components of that power it's still not like a ps4 or anything but it's a pretty beefy <laughs> portable gaming device right so yeah that's uh that's the nintendo switch oled um i'm excited to play one um at least just to see what it's capable of yeah um, i just i just want to like have one in my hands and like check it out mm-hmm. uh just see what it's like um I imagine it's not going to be enough for me to upgrade, but I still just want to check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right. Well, uh, let's move on to uh, our final story of the week here. Um, This actually got announced yesterday. This is the the new Biohazard uh, 25th anniversary episode selection uh, box set. So it's kind of a stupid, goofy name. Um, But as we all know by now, Capcom loves to re-release Resident Evil. Um, I don't know how many times, at least the first few in the series have been re-released. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's, there's basically going to be three box sets. Um, so the first box set will be called Fall of Umbrella, and it's got uh, Resident Evil 1, 2, 3, or Biohazard 1, 2, 3. Um, the next one will be called, um, I think it's The Threat of Terror or something like that. Um, I forgot the Japanese name, but it's called like The Threat of Terror. Uh, and that will have four, five, six. And uh, the third box set will be Tale of Ethan, uh, which will be seven and eight. So he, he's the protagonist from Resident Evil seven and eight. Uh, Ethan, I forgot what his last name is, but yeah, this looks, uh, I mean, it's just Biohazard, Resident Evil, as we all know and love it. <laughs> are, are there uh, are there like upgrades for, for this box set or are these just kind of like the base versions that have already been released? Yeah, it's hard to say at the moment. I, I, I don't. I didn't see anything specifically mentioned about it. Um, so one thing to note is that it'll actually be released on PS4. Um, so I believe, like for at least the games that actually came out on PS4 originally, like Resident Evil Six, Seven, and, and Eight, um, it'll just be it'll be those versions. But I also think most of them have been re-released on PS4 because I know there's definitely like HD versions of um, 
number one. So for two and three, I'm not actually sure. Uh, actually, yeah, it does seem to be the uh, the remake. Sorry, I think you stuck in the trailer there. Um, so you you are getting the remakes of two and three, and also Resident Evil Zero. So zero and one are the HD remasters, which I would argue are some of the best games in the series, especially Resident Evil Zero. I really love that game. Um, yeah, uh, you're you're like a long time Resident Evil guy, right? Yeah, I've been into it for quite a long time. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm an absolute like nut for it, but it's good. Yeah, I, re- I really love the old school style. Um, you know, I really love that kind of fixed camera angle thing where it's just like, it really adds to the terror because you can't move the cameras. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just makes everything w- way yeah. worse. Th- um, there's something like, there's something like weirdly fun about games that like handle really poorly, <laughs> you know, because you got to yeah, yeah, get yeah. like, you got to like get used to the jankiness. That's it. Yeah, so, you, like, it does actually. It does amp up the pressure quite a lot. You know, <laughs> like I, I played a Jet Force Gemini like a few years ago. Oh, I love that uh, game. And, uh, yeah, it was a great game, but on the N sixty four, it's a little janky. You know, the controls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I remember I had a really good time just like getting used to that. Yeah. So these are the janky kind of janky control versions we have here in the uh, in the set. For one and zero, you know, they had uh, they had remasters. Uh, these are actually originally mm-hmm. on the GameCube. Um, Oh yeah, that's right. But they did get kind of like another re- the remaster of the remasters um, on um, PS4, I believe they first come out. But um, the controls were not as janky, but still a bit stiff. But I don't know if you mm-hmm. played Resident Evil Two or Three Remake, but the controls kind of similar on that game. It was like fixed camera angles. Um, actually, sorry, no, that no, it wasn't. Uh, the camera was actually free on those those games because the graphics were so good that they could actually like you know, render the backgrounds better than they were originally in 3D. Um, so, you know, you have a lot, they control a lot more like Resident Evil 4. Um, so for that reason, I think they're a lot more fun to play. Um, but they feel a little less scary, you know, because you're not, you're not constrained by the, <laughs> the controls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So in the next box here, we've got 4, 5 and 6. 4 obviously is absolutely legendary. It's one of the best games ever made. 5 was good i think they kind of you know they took the response from four as like a massive indicator that they should just make it more action-based which didn't necessarily pay off in a lot of ways but it was okay and then like six which is like super action i thought it was a bit shit to be honest yeah and then like we've got new resident evil coming or wait that's already out village uh, came out right yeah, so Village uh, came out uh, earlier this year, um, but I mean, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, they're already like packaging it and get, they're already like repackaging it as a new uh, box set, which is kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, here the, we've got the um, Ethan story or the, the, the tale of Ethan or something like that. So all these three box sets cost um, five, uh, sorry, 6,000 yen. So it's about $60 each, um, which I guess is not bad for the newer the newer one because you get seven and eight even though seven's already kind of free in a lot of places um mm. but one thing that makes these i guess more collectible is the actual box it comes in and uh each one comes with these like special like postcards so there's 13 total and i don't know if you can see from the box here it's a little bit hard to see but the the, the cases look quite chunky so i don't know if they come with some kind of special manual or something like that um, they, they've got a Four discs, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got the multi-disc version. Um, uh, 
But yeah, they, they, I don't actually, I don't know if, um, I couldn't see the specifics in this story, but I don't know if each one comes with postcards for each game. So maybe that's why each case looks so big. Um, but yeah, I imagine there's some kind of cool little bonusy stuff in there. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, what's like $180 if you want to get all, all basically the entire like Resident Evil back catalog. Or at least mainline, yeah. mainline back catalog. Well, that's not uh, too yeah. bad for, you know, for like a full series. Like I would pay that for like a Zelda you know, like a Zelda series true. collection or something like that, you know? True, um, true, yeah. All on one console, you know. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty decent, actually. I don't think I'll buy it because I've actually got seven. I've got uh, one HD remaster. I've got two remake and I've got seven, which I haven't played yet, but I got it free from PlayStation Plus. I've already got those on PlayStation. So I'm missing a couple of the others, but I'm not a big enough fan to need the, uh, the physical editions. But... Overall, I think, yeah, it looks, looks pretty cool. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Uh, I didn't see any word of a Western release, but I'm sure there will be. Uh, it might well be the same date. So this comes out on the 11th, of, uh, sorry, this comes out on the 25th of November in Japan, at least. Um, but I'm sure there'll be uh, a Western release announced soon. All right. Yeah. So that's all of the news for this week. Um, and we've had a lot of trailers today, actually. Um, so we've only got two new releases for you guys this week. Um, but the first one is uh, Aragami 2 which is a sequel to um, Adagami, you know, the first game, which I think came out on the PS4 like three or four years ago. Um, did you ever play the original, this game? No, no, I'm not really familiar with it. But it's kind of like, um, but you play as like this kind of like ninja samurai kind of demon spirit. So it's very like traditional Japanese kind of setting. It's got these kind of cool, like semi cell shaded graphics as well. Um, but I remember kind of one of the core mechanics of the game. Even though I never actually played it, it was like you can kind of like go into the shadow. So like when you're like running around, you can kind of like it's all about like stealth and staying hidden. So it looks a bit like Ninja Gaiden, but a bit more stealthy. Uh Master of the Shadows. Yeah, cool. that's so it. it's a, a ninja stealth game. That's a yeah, that's, that's like a, a classic combination. Uh, See, we've got some special abilities like invisibility, uh, like kind of quick jumping up mm. high. Um, the environments look cool. Um, yeah, I'm always a big fan of you know just uh, you know old old Japan. I don't know exactly what period of Japan this is, but um, a very kind of classic you know, castles and cool like uh, houses and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. the ultimate aragami got yeah. a skill skill tree here you can update essential that's it yeah. well nice oh, bosh 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 that's it yeah so that's uh aragami 2 it looks pretty fun um and it'll be coming out on ps4 and ps5 um i mean the graphics aren't really blowing me away so it doesn't really seem like a ps5 a necessary title <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, yeah but i guess the style the style of the graphics doesn't need Super high res um, you know, textures and all that kind of stuff, but it looks yeah. cool. Uh, yeah, kind of a, a middle of the road looking. Nonetheless, yeah, <laughs> you know. So exactly, yeah. So that's coming out on the September September seventeenth, um, and the next trailer we've got is actually a game that came out uh, a year, about a year and a half ago, I believe, or at least a year ago, uh, which is Dragon Ball Z uh, Kakarot, but this is the new Nintendo Switch version. So uh, this originally came out on Xbox and PlayStation PC. 
Yeah, and a lot of people really like this one, right? I believe so, yeah. It seemed to be... Again, it's not a series I'm massively into. Um, but from what I heard, it was one of the better like rated uh, Dragon Ball games. And it looks su super cool. The graphics are like really impressive. And it really looks like the uh, the, the anime. It's, it's so accurate. Yeah, it's just very colorful and like the cell shading is really nice. Mm. You can see all these little details. Makes it look like it's a uh, hand drawn. Yeah, like, I think even like the animations, they they like cut the frames out to make it look more like juttery, you know, and it looks more like an animation. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's kind of obvious that they're like three D models, but like all those extra effects really like help to mm. like sell it. Um. But yeah, that's coming out on the 24th of September. Uh, oh yeah, apparently, yeah. I thought it was 22nd. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, 24th. Yeah, 24th. Maybe it's, I think it's 22nd in Japan and 24th in the US. Oh, possibly, yeah. Um, but yeah, it looks like it comes with a this deluxe edition, some deluxe cooking items. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Just just some rubbish in-game DLC, I guess. Uh, a new power awakened set. So two boss battle episodes included. So yeah, it's got a DLC trunks, the warrior of hope. Uh, looks pretty cool. And there was another thing here. Uh, early access to bond news training and subquest competitive party with friends. So yeah, I guess uh, for fans of the series, that's definitely one worth picking up. Um, and I feel like that's probably one of those games. that's quite nice to have as a portable edition as well. But uh, anyway, cool. So I guess that wraps up the new releases. And uh, next week, we've got some really big ones coming up. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's some cool stuff coming out next week. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk again uh, next time. So yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, then please make sure you subscribe to the channel. Uh, if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, then make sure you follow us on whatever podcast platform you're using. Uh, we'd also appreciate if anyone would like to leave a rating or a review, uh, you know, leave us some feedback, let us know how we're doing, uh, what you enjoy about the show, uh, what you don't enjoy and what you'd like to see in the future. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining me as always again, Ryan. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Cool, and uh, we'll be back very next week uh, for the very next episode of the Japan Games Cast. <laughs> <laughs>